here we are um, at the Duluth Creative Company in, in Duluth, Minnesota, with our special guest from Taos, New Mexico, Nicole Nardone. She is a magician of embodiment. She has taught me many things throughout my years of being a yogi, but also being a female, a woman, um, a curious human and how to settle into my body and its, its wonderment, its wisdom. And she, when I first found her, she was in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So I drive down to Duluth, or I drive from Duluth to Minneapolis to go to her classes, to her offerings. And I've never met anyone like her. I've never been guided by anyone like her. So I wanted to bring her on to Here We Are so she can share some of her um, juiciness. I mean, it's a different approach than than we're used to in Western society. It's a different understanding of the human body as a whole and as a, as a magnificent temple. And that's what you've always reminded me of. So I just wanted to put you on a bigger platform and the understanding starting from Kundalini. I mean, that's really how I found you was through the practice of Kundalini yoga. And then throughout time, it's just... Um, multiplied in education, experience, understanding, um, empowering people to be as they are, not just women, all people. And now she's in Taos joining us this afternoon, this evening. So I just want to welcome her in. Hey, Nicole. Hello. 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 It's so good to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you for showing up. <laughs> So tell me, tell me about you. Tell me about your ability to have a profession out of something that is so innate to you, uh, the understanding of the humanness, but all the different levels and layers that you've studied over time, experienced. Um, yeah, just share what, you're, what you feel comfortable with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, thank you so much for that introduction. It feels, um, yeah, like such an such an honor to be here and share uh, my work uh, with the world a bit more. Um, so I grew up with uh, kind of surrounded in like um, sacred spaces. So a lot of ritual spaces and um, spaces that allowed me to connect to spirit. So from a young age, I was sort of connecting to like other realms, you know, and, um, and my journey uh, with this with my work has been about weaving the realms together, you know, and understanding we aren't just in one or the other, but it's about both. And that's where the magic can really happen. And that's what I'm excited about, um, the weaving of all of that together. Um, so my journey really, uh, you know, began like so many people, I think, with my own healing journey, right? Like, um, dealing with depression and anxiety and addiction and all kinds of darkness, like pretty intense darkness. Um, a lot of, uh, I have a history of trauma, childhood trauma. And so, you know, tried so many different approaches um, and finally became the thing I was looking for all along, I suppose, right? Like, and I think, again, this is any, any good, anyone that, can really make an impact on people I think has a story similar to this because that is where it begins like you can't we can't um 
hold space for someone else if we haven't gone there ourselves. And so, um, so yeah, my, my work, um, you know, uh, started in that ritual kind of spirituality space and then uh, weaving in a lot of different kinds of body work and energy work and then kundalini yoga and meditation, tantric yoga, like classical tantric yoga. Um, so there are these more like mystical embodiment somatic practices um, to really awaken uh, the energies, the innate energies within the human system. Mm -hmm. um, and, and yeah, and then have since woven in, uh, you know, different kinds of sexuality practices, especially with women, but men as well, um, because I see that as like a missing link for all of this, like in the yogic world so much, we're, we're just a little bit afraid to go there because I mean, I think some of it's healthy because there's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of sexual trauma, especially in the Western world. I mean, uh, it's a it's a touchy subject, and we we have to be responsible and careful, and you know, be in be in integrity with it. You know, be in a good space of power with it. Um, you know, so that we're not causing harm intentionally uh, or unintentionally. <laughs> And so, um, so that's been such a huge part of my journey in recent years as well as, is figuring out, feeling how to weave that piece into the whole, the whole thing, because then we get to be like full humans. We get to be like fully expressed humans, you know, spiritual, sexual, you know, in our hearts, in love. Um, so yeah, so that's been my kind of just like a little overview of my, my journey and, um, and then just creating a, a business and like livelihood from it has been like such an incredible like cherry on top to be able to um, serve in this way and share um, so much of what I've gained through my own personal journey uh, with others is just not something I ever planned for, <laughs> but it's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard you say like how you just get it, like go in and get in there and you, you do bring, you educate people on topics that aren't that comfortable sometimes for people to talk about and that's where my respect of you comes highly in is like you get in there and you talk about things that people don't speak of and you have such grace and such tact and such education to to fulfill these conversations that people are just craving like they're just craving this and it's uh, it just it's it's shut out or it's not, I don't think shut out, but it's just kind of put a lid on. And so <clears throat> even in the retreats I've been to or the weekends or even uh, our class, it's like that lid comes off and then you can be who you are fully. And so it's like the permission of going where people think it's a little, ooh, I think that's where the juice lives is every time that I've been with you is like, we go to somewhere that people aren't willing to speak of or go to. And it's like, well, what, we have no idea what is in us or what can come of us if we don't tap into things that might not be the most comfortable. So I'm wondering, how do you get, how do you get so comfortable being in this, in such uncomfortable topics and you, but you hold it in not an uncomfortable way or you, I never seen you like, Oh, ooh, wiggle it out. It's just like, this is what it is. This, you know, it's very flowing. Mm, mm, mm. Yum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, a couple things, I guess I want to answer. 
a couple of responses I have to that. One is like, I'm uncomfortable when things are not said. Like I'm actually more uncomfortable when we don't go into the discomfort because I I think that's just part of my makeup perhaps. So um, some of it is like, uh, I think an innate understanding that perhaps I have um, that if we go into those uncomfortable spaces there, that is where the gold is. That's where like the tremendous power and magic and vulnerability. I mean, we all know now, thank you, Brene Brown, like how the power of vulnerability and how exquisite that is, right? And how like touching into those tender places, there's just so much like, you know, you can just almost feel your body just relax and exhale. And so some of it is that it's like, I think I, I feel a discomfort when we don't go there. Like mm-hmm. you can feel the tension, the unconscious tension that's there. Um, but then, yeah, of course, there's definitely places that still make me uncomfortable. Um, and um, yeah, it's a practice, isn't it? Right? Yes. Like it's just a practice. And I will say like I've noticed in myself, like the more I lean into the uncomfortable places, the easier that gets, like the the more I, you know, work that muscle. Um, and I think there's also for me, there's a tension between like um, tenderness and compassion and not pushing yourself to go beyond your limits and to, you know, well, I got to talk about this thing. Oh, okay. I got to push myself into this hard thing. And like, yes, you know, there's part of it that like, that's important. We have to push our, we, you know, we want to, or we, we want to not push ourselves too far, but I think there's a little bit too much, um, coddling in some ways, because yes. um, if we think of like, you know, pruning a tree to help it, you know, grow more beautiful and bigger and stronger and fuller and, you know, more, more alive, um, that pruning is necessary. Mm-hmm. And so I think like intentionally, bringing ourselves to the edge is so important, you know, and whether that's like, you know, in Kundalini classes, I like to bring people into that edge physically, right? Just up to the edge. It's like one of my favorite things to say, just like right up to the edge of the cliff and look over. Don't jump. Don't, Don't jump. jump. <laughs> like, but just, you know, feel what it's like, you know, in your body and just be right on that edge. And that is where the magic like that and there's and then over time I think we start to our nervous system start to understand our minds start to understand like oh my god I can go to the edge and I don't die like it's not all over like oh I can actually survive here I can thrive here like um and in fact this is where I thrive like you know that becomes a habit that's so again embodied um that we can take you know beyond the yoga mat, beyond our physical practices, and just into the rest of our lives, which is so yummy. Yeah. <sighs> and so with magic, like, I know you bring magic into your work, and I feel like it's <clears throat> the magic that's in us, like the innate magic that, like, you allow people to see, to see themselves as as their own magician, right? Like you might be the guide next to him, taking him to this space of edge and we're not going to die, but we're not going to have to jump off, but like bringing him to a place in your hand in hand <clears throat> and you, you like understand, but then to shift and, and have a whole classroom or a whole feeling of people feeling like they're their own being. And when you do that in a Kundalini class that I've been in or a retreat, like, 
that's some of the most Kate I've ever felt in my life. And it's like, yes, it's through central nervous system. Yes, it's through Kundalini. Yes, it's through Pranayama. Yes, it's through all of these different things. But what is, what is the magic? It's the magic is... Mm, yeah <laughs> what is it what yeah. is it well i mean i think yeah i think that's that special place where the realms weave together the infinite and the finite weave together that's the inexplicable realm right so yeah like the nervous system and the mind like doing all the things to the bodies like one side of it but then you know doing the spiritual work as well like working with the four elements for example the four directions or whatever it is and sort of having you know a tether to that realm myself and then that's a bit more like the unspeakable realms and then just sort of opening the space for people to drop into that themselves you know i think yes. that place where yeah spirit and matter meet is where the juice is and the beauty of that like is that i don't know if magic is ever gonna arrive whenever i do anything i don't know i'm not <laughs> it, no. right like but it's about creating the right space for it because and yes. that's what a lot of my life and work kind of centers around is like i can't make much happen really truthfully i'm just nicole i'm just a person you're just a person we're all just people yep. but like we can create the right conditions for that magic to arrive and just hope it does you know yeah. and frankly most of the time it does like yes. you know if enough of us are kind of in you know in it together i suppose that's amazing <laughs> yeah the conditioning the formulation the condition the environment of it to occur yeah 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 one of my friends says magic is just like work preparation, <laughs> which I love. Like yeah. it's sort of this like beautiful kind of mundane approach to magic, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So will you take us into like the sexuality, the Tantra realm of like how <clears throat> I've seen you go on like different studies or education things. And what is it that, you you use as your tools or how do you allow one to experience this form of embodiment mm, yeah yeah so a few different tools i mean m a lot of movement you know breathing practices uh, visualization sometimes um, and then I also use a tool called the jade egg or yoni egg, which is a stone for women, you, you know, bring inside of the vagina and there's all kinds of, you know, it's not exactly just a pelvic floor exercise, you know, it's expanded beyond that into, yeah, meditations, visualizations, you know, it's in the, the Taoist tradition, like the, um, you know, ancient Taoist traditions. And so, um, yeah, using all of those tools, uh, again, woven with those aspects of spirituality too, because I can't not leave that in um, to these, these practices. Um, and really this is also about like coming home to the body, like the temple of the body, right? And I think of like the sexual center for, for women and for men as like our most basic root. And so, you know, it's like where we really can drop it into our bodies, like on the deepest level. And for so many of us, that's been not only not available, but like wrong, you know, yeah. like we've been taught it's just 
wrong. Like you, you can't want that. Or, or there's like a, a very particular way that we're supposed to do it, you know, or anyway, there's just lots of conditioning around that. And so a lot of my work, you know, is partially physical mm-hmm. and is partially kind of emotional, right? Mental, emotional, um, because the two are just so inextricably linked, right? And so um, if we have blocks that are saying to us, you know, uh, I can't connect with this part of my body, something's wrong with me, Uh, it's dirty, it's wrong, I'm bad, there's just too much pain or suffering there, I don't want to go there, you know, can of worms, right? Like, mm mm-mm. Um, and so a lot of it is is working with that piece as well. And I find that when we unlock some of those layers, the body opens, you know, or vice versa, right? We open the body, the mind is like, oh my God, I'm a holy being. Oh my goodness. That feels great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In divine feminine, divine masculine, like the energies you work bef- between and how they both exist in the in the human body. And just kind of give us a little jive on that, like the the workings of the, how we both have feminine and masculine energy in all of us is sometimes mind-blowing to people, but it's also a topic to bring up um, of what's happening. I think it's happening in a macro level right now of, um, um, yes. Totally. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. I mean, it's so, there's so many things I could say about this, but I'll leave it at like, yeah, we absolutely do have both and both are absolutely necessary. Um, and a lot of like sexuality work these days, there's a, especially for women, there's a lot around the divine feminine, which is beautiful, right? This is where we get to tap into our uh, like innate healing capacity, our intuitive capacity, uh, this like softness, maybe uh, different states of like surrender and and magnetism and radiance, like this beauty of the soul, right? Yes. Um, but I, I've seen so much at the expense of the masculine, the inner masculine, and we need both because the masculine in ourselves holds the container. It makes sure we're safe. Yeah. Like, we don't want to be doing these practices with some random person who might put us in a difficult position or in an uncomfortable position and, you know, awaken something we're not ready to to, to be with or to see or to feel. And so mm-hmm. um, I feel that that, um, that masculine is really that internal protector, uh, that one that can really hold the space. Uh, so that's so important. And also the one, I, the, I see the masculine as the one, you know, the feminine is sort of like the cave, right? The cave, the, the, the yoni, the the, the womb, right? That dark, fertile space where, like, all the medicine pours forth, all the, all the, the wisdom, all the the healing energy, um, and then the masculine actually goes into the cave and brings that out into the world. <laughs> so it's like, here's the gifts, like, here's you know the beauty, and and is able to, um, you know, do something with that you know, make, uh, make meaning of our lives or apply that to our actual practical lives. So, so yeah, I mean, again, there's just, there's so much there. I mean, we need, we need both that, that both of those aspects to thrive, I think. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and I want to add to another, like the central nervous system. Yeah. I've always like known you've worked with the central nervous system through Kundalini and and through your studies and i mean i can feel it in my own micro being that like the central nervous system is 
sometimes harder to regulate in these times of the world, like at a quicker pace or at a more intensive um, speed or whatever might be happening. And, <clears throat> and just giving some insight on central nervous system, like how to handle it with care, how to, to take time to let it regulate or, or shift gear out of, you know, um, sympathetic to parasympathetic, that kind of thing. Um, what are some things that, that maybe you do or that you guide people with, with the tenderness of the central nervous system of a human these days? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, that's such an important question. And yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing other people's responses to this too, because I know so many people are doing such amazing work with this kind of thing right now. Um, so I don't wanna I, I'll offer a couple of things that I feel like from my perspective and where my gifts lie, my offerings to the world lie. Um one is like there's a the power of pleasure, <laughs> yes. the power of pleasure. And that can be so simple. doesn't necessarily have to be like overtly sexual even. Right. Mm -hmm. But pleasure, like just the pleasure of like, you know, um, touch on the skin. Right. And just like, Oh, I'm here. Like, Oh, you know, I use a lot of practices like breast massage or yoni massage, things like that to really uh, dive deeper into that pleasure piece, because that is a space where, we can really stretch out and really spread out and pleasure is so nourishing to the nervous system. Um, you know, so that can help with like the soothing piece of, and, and bringing in that tenderness and, you know, just making space for pleasure is really powerful. Mm -hmm. um, and then also I think uh, another piece that's important is like working again, like working with the stress, like working with the pressure mm -hmm. um, not to, you know, cause sometimes I think we, we're exhausted and we think we need rest when really we need to like go kind of like release, you know, we need to shake or something, right? Yeah. Like release some of the built up pressure that's there, you know, not like sit in front of Netflix and eat Kit Kat bars or whatever, but, you know, actually move some of the energy. Um, so I think both are really, really important. Um, so like the Kundalini practices I utilize are really uh, for, you know, in a very specific way, hitting the release valve. Yes. Right. Allowing some of that pressure to be released. And then um, I love following it up then with pleasure, mm -hmm. um, with that softness and sweetness and yeah, the rest. That's so necessary. Because the energy wants to move. Like it wants to, when it's rattled inside, it wants to somehow get on, like get out, get on. It's, it's there. It's speaking up for a reason through sensation. Totally. Yeah. I've, I've often seen like trauma loops and this is like in myself, especially as like a, just an incomplete cycle. Yep. Right. Like, it's just like, Oh, that cycle didn't get to finish. Right. And so like yeah. just allowing that cycle to finish in a safe, you know, space uh is super super beautiful and super healing you know mm -hmm. exactly and sometimes we want to like stop something from happening within but really it's trying to loop its way out or like you know we want to be comforted or make it like duh it's like sometimes just let the uncomfort happen and that's like where the gold lives like you said um at the end of the discomfort 
Yeah. And I, and I think, I think of like, as you're saying that, I think of like how we're not allowed to have temper tantrums after the age of whatever. Like four right? or five. Like, yeah. I need to have <laughs> frequent temper tantrums. Thank you very much. Like, yeah. you know, kind of like, so I think there's just this emotional expression repression happening for so many adults. I, almost every adult I know. Yeah. And um, it's it starves so much power. It starves us with so much power. I've been in, you know, groups of women doing breath work and sort of different trauma release things where it looks like we're all possessed, you know? Yeah. And it sort of looks a little scary, right? <laughs> like, yeah. oh my God. But after <laughs> these sessions, it's like all their faces are just like glowing. They look like angels, you know, because They've allowed that expression to be released. And then, oh, then the light returns, you know, the joy returns, the love returns, because you've like let yourself have the the expression, be a human. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> So um, I want to bring it back to your work. And <clears throat> I know you do one-on-one -on -one sometimes, like you're, you offer one-on-one -on -one and you offer like, I know in the new year you get, um, you're having something in Minneapolis. So you're, you go between different places and you're, you're, you can give virtually, but you also give physically. Um, just give us a little bit on like a one-on-one -on -one session or someone who comes to your, um, one of your meet meetings at the studio in Minneapolis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So I'm, I'm doing a thing over new year's. Um, it's filling up though. So if you want to get on there, get on there. Um, but yeah, those will be just short. Um, that's a weaving of Kundalini and Taoist tantric art practices, um, really aimed at awakening the life force. So one day we're, we're really working with the yin energy. So kind of that soothing energy down and in, um, releasing, renewing kind of energy. And then we'll be kind of awakening, right? So um, these are these are more physical practices, more just practice, so not not so much lecture, um, but really diving into um, awakening that second day, awakening of the, the creative energy, sexual energy, um, and moving that through the body for healing, really, um, for liberation. So, um, and then my private sessions is really where like the meat and potatoes of my work is these days. I am in love with, with that work. Um, it's been, it's so potent. Um, so many people are moving through so much these days. And so that one-on-one support is I think really essential, um, to be reminded we don't have to go through these things alone. Um, so that's a weaving of like coaching and, kind of somatic work and intuitive work. Mm -hmm. I weave in astrology in there, you know, customized um, journeys basically in the session. And then we go really deep in the sessions. Um, you know, it can be a bit shamanic, somatic, all kinds of things mm -hmm. happen. And then um, customized practices to follow up. So those can be tantric or kundalini practices, meditations, rituals, all kinds of stuff. So um, that's been really, really fun. I'm really enjoying that. Um, and then I do a lot of online stuff as well. These days I have a, a, a creation I just birthed into the world called The Vessel. And so it's got all of my online content, all of the um, seasonal 
um, cocoons that I have, which are like courses for the solstices and the equinoxes. So it's like working with that wheel, that sort of uh, medicine wheel, um, as well as working through the astrological archetypes. So um, working with that as well and embodying a lot of those archetypes, which is super powerful. So that's the vessel that's on my website as well. Yeah. Give a shout out. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> what did you say what's that what was the last part you said oh just um the vessel is, oh yeah the vessel on my website yeah. yeah and give a shout out to your website like oh. uh how do they find nicole nardoni yeah nicole nardoni.com n-i-c-o-l-e-n-a-r-d-o-n-e.com um and i'm on um facebook and instagram as well if you like those platforms and YouTube. Yeah. Cool. And um, just wrapping up our conversation, it was beautiful. Thank you. That was very flowing and natural. And I just want to thank you for the work you bring to this world that you trust your own self to facilitate, not only for yourself, but all of the people that you've, you know, you get to ripple off or you get to ripple on word. And um, I've never met someone that works on all the different realms just the way you do. So I think it's just beautiful that the trust of thyself, you know, that you have experienced it so many times that you can facilitate and and go places that, you know, people aren't so comfortable but when you get there and you stated, it's more uncomfortable for me to not talk about the discomfort. So, so doing that is just healing in its own, its own sense. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's a deep honor to be able to share. It's yeah, it like completes the loop. You know, it's like all this all this that I've unearthed isn't just for me. I get to share it with other people too. And, and I think the trust is also in everyone, trusting everyone that everyone is so wise and so <laughs> magical and so powerful. And that is just consistently astonishing and amazing to me. <laughs> it's in every human being, you know, it's not, there's no one missing out on it. The, it's on every set of eyes you see, every soul you see. Like it's in all of us. It's just how we d drop in to feel it in ourselves. Right, right. And I think we need each other to do that. Yeah. You know, it's like not one person has all the answers. Each of us has a piece of that puzzle. So, exactly. Yeah, that's so juicy. In <laughs> the, the puzzle, we just keep push, putting them all together. And then who knows where we can go as a humanity if we take a collective togetherness. Right, right. And it's like the critical mass piece is really exciting to me with that too. It doesn't take everyone. It just takes a certain amount of us that are alive, like in our fullness, you know, to really have some big impact. So that's exciting. Yeah. Thank you so much for your work. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, dear Nicole. Thank you, dear Katie. <laughs> <laughs> it's an honor to spend today with you this afternoon. Mm -hmm. And and for anyone interested in Nicole's work, you can 
look underneath this podcast for her specific information for contact uh, to work with her or just learn more about the work she's doing. Um, but it all started with me in Kundalini and understanding how much power lies within. And she's literally held my hand uh, spiritually, I'd say, physically, sometimes over the years to just keep guiding on. And she's a huge pillar in <clears throat> in my understanding of this work. So I like uh, that's why I'm doing this podcast is to share different tools of wellness, different ways to tap into the wisdom of the human body because it's innate. It's given to us from birth and it is our birthright to use it, to talk about it, to get to get it activated, to understand it, to to love it, um, accept it. And so she's a great um, guide, advocate for for that. So just giving you a shout out and and I just really highly respect you and we'll keep going. Onward and upwards. Onward and upwards, sister. <laughs> right there with ya. Thank you for your time, your energy, your talent, your love. Thank you.